The Jay Garvin Show. Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sunday mornings at 11, here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 AM, and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvins. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Well, good morning, Colorado. I am Jay your host, your friend right here on the radio, the Jay Garvin Show, home and mortgage talk in the studio here, taking off my sport jacket and spending the next hour with you. It's been hot out lately, and we've got the air conditioner on for the first time this summer. A rain shower would be great right now, but you can't hope on that too much in Colorado, so just thank God for the altitude and turn on the air conditioning and enjoy the show. I've got a great show for you. I actually uh, just got back from a fantastic trip, which I'll get into in a second. But if you're listening to my voice for the very first time, my name is Jay, and I'm your friend, and you can give me a call right at 330-1457, I've been right here speaking with you from the studio, KRDO, on 8th Street, for over five years now. We've went well beyond 250 shows. We're like to 275 now. Matt and I working together, just adding value to your life. I am not only the host here at the Jay Garvin Show in the studio, but also the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, part owner of Churchill Corporation, which is partnered exclusively over the last 25 years with Dave Ramsey and his team. His radio show was syndicated. He is the host, and we have been helping just alongside Dave, with the heart of a teacher, with all questions that you have on mortgage. It was a natural fit back in 2015 when Churchill and Garvin's Mortgage Group partnered. I now handle most of the state of Colorado, but my best time every single week is spent right here in the studio. Mortgage is how I earn my living, and talking and serving and teaching you is how I fill up my cup or fill up my heart. So if you don't have a chance to get to a phone and call me at 330-1457, you also can go to churchillcolorado.com, churchillcolorado.com, and put in any question or comment on the right-hand side. Say, Jay, I enjoy your show. Jay, I've got this question. Jay, I've got this critique. You don't speak grammatically correct. Whatever it is, you click it, send it to me, fill out the information on the right-hand side. Hopefully, it's to get your next refinance mortgage started or your purchase mortgage started. I've been in the mortgage industry for 20 years now, since 1998. I was in the military at the time. I retired from Fort Carson in 2000, but I moonlighted for a year and a half since 98. So this year in the fall is my 20th anniversary, and mortgage has changed dramatically in those 20 years. I would love to do a show about the evolution of a mortgage, and I'm sure I will, but not today. I have that experience. I not only am trained as a licensed loan officer, I also have battle-tested experience as your home mortgage Jedi. Yes, I can slash a saber right through a ridiculous loan or a hollow argument on financing. I can give you the direction of the market, the cycle of the market, when to buy, when to sell. 
spending time with the Oracle of Omaha and knowing to buy low and sell high. And we all know who that's from. That's from Warren Buffett. So I am like an ant on the back of a very large planet of the Oracle of Omaha, but I'll share as much information with you as I can. If you're just joining me, I not only talk passionately about mortgage and talk passionately about real estate, but I also practice what I preach. My wife and I, for the last six years, since 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, and now 2017, have bought a home every year. We've got a half a dozen. I am going towards 10 homes. I've been researching for the last year now a high-altitude, high acreage second home like a VRBO Airbnb ranch with five to 50 acres alongside a national forest plot or whatever but very very excited I want to help you build your portfolio if you're not interested in that I just want to help you build your finances through your next mortgage the industry's been very very competitive I do anything from VA loans to conventional loans. I specialize in VA loans, of course, because we have, of our 12 team members here in Colorado, four of us, one-third of us have served on active duty, Air Force and Army, but then 10 of the 12 are directly connected through a brother, a sister, a spouse, an adult child. Uh, We have all the academies that are represented, and... We know exactly what it's like to be active duty in previous military, so we do a lot of government loans. We do a lot of 15-year loans. That's the number one loan with Dave Ramsey and individuals that are working the steps to financial freedom. If you're not familiar with those steps, the first step that Dave Ramsey teaches is to build an emergency reserve of $1,000. Step number two is to eliminate all your debt in a debt snowball technique. Number three is to finish that emergency reserve of three to six months of your monthly budget. Then, of course, step number four is to start to save yourself for retirement, 15% or at least 10%. And then step number five is start saving for your adult children's college and then step number six is where Churchill gets involved pay your home off early and then number seven is to build wealth and give generously now I also talk and mentor with other individuals like the leadership team from Karis Business College and the Andrew Woolmack Ministries Billy Eberhart has mentored me for years now I've come to know Karen Conrad who's the marketing director up there very very talented individuals and these individuals as well in a good godly approach know how to eliminate debt in your life and slay that unsecured debt dragon and build wealth but that's going to be a topic that I'm going to take a break from today because today is a very, very, very special show. I am 50 years old and just celebrated my 50th birthday and I did something over the last week that I've never done in my life and I'd recommend that anybody do, especially in the form that I did. And that is the fact that I had a chance to go on a mission. And not only was I able to go on a mission with a great group of people. I was able to do it with my teenage son. So I try to strengthen the legacy of our family and my son went on his first mission at 13 years old where my first mission was 50 years old. But that with the drum roll Matt is going to be the title of the show today. A trip to Honduras building a home. So that's what I'm going to talk about. We went to Honduras And I'm going to tell you all about the trip, but while we were there the entire week, even though other portions of our team took a rotational shift of doing all different projects, my son and I, an entire week, 
from beginning to end, built a home in Honduras. So I want to give you a little bit of an experience of a mission. If you have went on a mission, I'd love for you to comment so you can call me at 330-1457, 330-1457, or you can go right to my website and say, Jay, here's an experience that I had with housing or with real estate when I went on a mission trip, or Jay, I appreciate what you did. Can you help me with my next mortgage, with my next purchase transaction? But the trip that I recently took to Cuba piqued my interest in international housing and how countries differed but honduras opened my eyes so stay tuned you're not going to miss this one as we go through the show outline and the big takeaways of a trip to honduras building a home The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi and founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Academy Art and Frame Company. Ain't going down till the sun comes up. Well, thanks for staying with me. I am Jay. I'm your host of the Jay Garvin Show. And today I've got a very, very exciting topic for you. A trip to Honduras building a home. I had a chance recently, like I shared in a previous segment, and I'm looking at a gorgeous picture of a mountain and a sunrise with the fog flowing through the foothills of Honduras with the mountains of Nicaragua in the back. We were in a small city in the southern part of Honduras called Chulatega. I don't even try to pronounce the uh, nation's capital that we flew into, but it was a heck of a trip. My son and I first went up to Denver, and then we flew directly from Denver to Houston, and I've got a little delay and a little story, a little trivia for you there in a second. But then we uh, stayed overnight in Houston, actually right inside of the uh, Houston International Airport, and then flew from Houston right to Honduras, just two-and-a-half-hour flight, And then we took another two, three-hour break. And by the grace of God, rather than jumping in the back of a truck and driving across that country, which takes six to ten hours, we jumped in another small 15, 20-person plane and then flew for 25 minutes over the mountain ranges to Chulatega. Once we arrived there, we drove another hour to the top of a mountain to get to this absolutely gorgeous ranch where the mission, called Mission Lazarus, had a beautiful... 2,000-acre retreat that was filled in the beginning of the week with a couple groups by the end of the week, a half a dozen groups. And that's what I'm going to go into, the building of a home and how a mission works. I'm going to go into, say, for example, what does a house consist of in Honduras? What is the difference from the USA and our homes, and what's the same? What can we learn and gain from Honduras, and then what specifically did this mission, Mission Lazarus, which is located and founded out of Nashville, Tennessee, consist of. And very, very blessed, if you're listening right now and by chance you're a Dave Ramsey and a 
Churchill lover. Of the 17 people we went down there in the mission trip, 14 out of 17 worked with Churchill. And I was so blessed running the branch in Colorado Springs and the only branch in Colorado here for Churchill to take that time one-on-one with my son as a teenager was a bond and a memory that we will never, ever forget. And if you can think right now the last time that you had a tremendous memory with your small or adult child, that's what I want to really pursue in this radio show and encourage you to do, to make that difference, make that memory. I've often said before, my son may never, ever remember me being at a particular soccer match, but he'll always remember that I was a dad who was at his sporting events. And you're never going to remember the details of what you did with your kids growing up. I don't exactly with my father, minus a couple specific memories, but I did have the memory of him being there. I did have a memory of he and I always driving on motorcycles together. What memories do you have? And it's amazing the industry that I am in because in real estate and in mortgage, we build that foundational roof, literally and figuratively, that memories with you and your loved ones are built. And that's no different in Honduras than it is here in United States. But before we get too far into the details of what's the infrastructure like in Honduras? What are the roads like? What's the commerce like? What are the houses like? What are they constructed out of? What are the people like? What is the economy like? What is the weather like? All of that stuff. I want to take some time. That's the knock. Housekeeping. Just coming right here to knock out housekeeping. 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 There's a lot of important things to go through. I've got... Some great articles while I was gone. It's amazing. At the beginning of July, there's another article here by Rich Layden of the Gazette. Very, very good column here. Springs in the top 10 for housing again. And the area market remains one of the nation's hottest in June. Earns the number eight ranking again. And this is crazy because Denver, that's been like hotter than hot, ranks about number 18, and Colorado Springs now is up at the number 8 ranking. And why is that? Well, it ranks number 8 because of the 20 medium to largest size metro areas, according to Realtor.com. Colorado Springs has been in the top 10 for several months, was ranked as high as 6th in May, but this really is for how the homes are appreciating, what the supply of homes looks like compared to the sales and the value, the amount of time on the market, which might be good for a seller but not for a buyer, is just 33 days uh, before selling a home in Colorado Springs was the time frame for June. So if you listed a house 33 days later, it was under contract to sell, and that's all the way across the board from a million-dollar home down to a $100,000 condo. And that's a very, very hot and very ripe market right now. But I want to let you know that just like last year, we had a very hot spring of March, April, and May in 2016, and we've experienced the exact same thing in 2017. But in 2016, it slowed down dramatically in June and then in July, and we are seeing the exact 
same thing happen. A house that you had to make seven or eight offers for back in March is now available to you more immediately. There's not as much competition. And I believe as you tune in next week, I'm going to do a show that's on demographics, talking about the maturation of the millennial generation. And this generation is so huge, 87 million active consumers, that as I share with you here in housekeeping, I will have as a subject of the show next week that anything they do absolutely turns, explodes, torches the market. When they decided to rent, it just swept the entire movement of the rental market from cold to hot in less than 18 months. Same thing in real estate. We can go from a relatively dormant market in November to absolutely on fire by February or March because there are so many consumers that comprise of this generation. And this article verifies it. There's another article here in the Gazette that says spring homes are most likely to sell. This is where Colorado Springs in May and June were number one. Based on the inventory, the affordability of homes, and the access to jobs. Now, our unemployment rate has risen a little bit. The time on the market has slacked a little bit. But back in May, out of 120 markets, Colorado Springs was number one in the nation based on inventory, of affordable homes and accessibility to jobs. Now, I'm preaching to the choir, but many of you know that I have been talking and prodding and encouraging and begging you as a radio listener to buy homes for six years now. I bought six of them. My wife and I thought we were going to be fancy and build a million-dollar portfolio in homes over five to six years, and we ended up building damn near $2 million because values have risen even faster and higher than I thought. And it's not going to turn around because Denver continues to grow in Colorado Springs as well. So that's important for housekeeping to remember, especially as we get into the market statistics of June later this month to see how the market has went. But I also want to share with you that we've got some great classes coming up. You go to churchillcolorado.com. On the 18th of this month, I've got a military VA ownership class. That's at 6.30 to 8 p.m. You can sign up at churchillcolorado.com. Pull down the classes and events tab and sign up for that. I'm limiting that to only 20 members, so you'll want to take a part of that. And then again, in August the 15th, the third Tuesday, Tuesday the 15th of August is my investment property class, my most popular. So be sure to sign up. I don't want to go away from housekeeping before reminding you that rates are still historically low. A conventional loan is at 4% and a VA loan is like at 3.625. Call me. Today, right now, 3301457 to start your loan. If you've not heard of the high balance VA loan, if you didn't know that you can buy a six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollar home with your VA eligibility and still get a fixed mortgage with no mortgage insurance in the three percent range, you call me now at 3301457. Also, if you have an adult child or a friend, a relative, a coworker that is a first time home buyer, I want you to send them to Churchill. Colorado.com and ask me about some of our first-time home buyer programs or debt consolidation right now is amazing. Equity is up so much in El Paso County, 10% 
from this time last year. So if you have a $300,000 home last year, it is literally this year worth $330,000. You can take that equity, shorten the term of your mortgage or eliminate all the rest of your unsecured debt, go through three, four steps of financial freedom in one transaction and save hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month, thousands of dollars a year and pay your house off early and get rid of all of your unsecured debt. So I want you to stay tuned because afterwards I'm going to get down into the details of a trip to Honduras building home. I'm going to tell you one thing. If you've never been on a mission trip like I was, how crazy would it be for you to live in a country where there wasn't even a single address on a building? There was no mail service. How would you get your bills delivered? Lord help us as Americans. How would we Google anybody? Google an oak tree on the other side of town? A rock, a boulder, a, can you please send me the Google directions for that rock, that boulder. Or to have no running water at all at your house unless you built a primitive well. These are all things that incorporated my trip to Honduras. But despite of all that, we built a home, so don't go anywhere. I'm going to go through all the details, the color, the glory of the story, and the people that made a difference in our life as we made a difference in theirs. And then I'm going to share with you Mission Lazarus, just an amazing mission helping orphans and through orphanages and vocational programs and such. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. And if you've got a mortgage or real estate question, call me during the break at 330-1457, 330-1457, or go to churchillcolorado.com, churchillcolorado.com during the break. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, what the name Thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay, and you're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. And all day, for this entire hour, I'm talking about a trip to Honduras. Building a home, a mission trip that my uh, teenage son and I went on in the uh, end of June. And it was an amazing trip. We went from uh, Colorado Springs to Denver, uh, then from Denver to Houston, Houston to the capital of Honduras, then a small plane from the capital to a small southwestern city called Cholatega, Chulatega, right along the Nicaraguan border. And for the entire week, we built a house. But the story got interesting from the beginning. And if you've got any questions, you've got comments, or you're just, Jay, I love the story. I'd like you to help me get my refinance mortgage or my purchase mortgage started, you call me at 330-1457-330-1457 or go to churchillcolorado.com. But going to Denver with all of our hep shots and all of our tetanus shots and our malaria pills and our current passports and such was not enough. I had no idea and I had to do research on this. Going to Honduras, which is like one out of a hundred countries, because you have to, as a group, get a visa to go into that country and they issue those visas in three-month terms, 
you not only have to have a passport that's active, but you have to have a passport that is beyond three months from expiring, which is just crazy. So I go up to check in at United Airlines, and I've got a passport in June that expires in the end of August, and I'm like 50 days rather than 90 days from expiring, and they're like, sorry, you're not going. And I had had a hell of a week running the branch at Churchill trying to do two weeks of work and five days to get off to the mission, trying to get my mind right to serve the Lord and to serve this mission and hang out with friends and make a difference in the world. And I was just to the end of my rope. And I looked at my son and I said, you know what? I'm toast, buddy. I'm going to go home and sit in my chair in the corner of our bedroom and just be quiet for a week. Have people leave me alone. You have to decide. Are we going to go home and chill and go back to summer? Are we going to fight this battle and try to go to Honduras, even though I don't have an acceptable passport? He looked at me and said, daddy, I really want to go to Honduras And I just changed on a snap my game face, and I said, buddy, let's just make a mission out of it. By the grace of God, we are in Denver, and there's a passport regional office right there. United Airlines was absolutely phenomenal. Changed our tickets at no cost for the next day. My executive assistant changed our hotel in Houston. We stayed at the uh, Renaissance up in Denver, took my son to the passport office in the morning. Actually, I went to the passport office as he slept in at 10 a.m., Took care of my passport right away, which is amazing, and then went to Bass Pro Shops, had a great one-on-one day with my son. If you've got a chance to turn lemons into lemonade, I would recommend that you do that because it was my son's attitude that lifted me up, and we had a great time, a great meal at Texas Roadhouse, a great tour of Bass Pro Shop. And before we knew it, we were down to Houston. The next morning, we woke up fresh, got right down into Honduras, jumped into a little puddle jumper plane down into Cholatega. Beautiful day that we flew into Honduras, and a wonderful gentleman picked us up right at this little airport and literally took us right right out to the mission field. And this is where I want to get into the bulk of the trip to Honduras. Because first of all, what does a house look like in Latin America? Now, I originally said a third world country, but what is a third world country? So here, here's what a third world country is. And it came into existence during the Cold War and a First world or second world country were countries that were directly aligned either with United States, NATO, or the communist bloc. And if you had no affiliation with any of the above mentioned alliances, you were a third world country. So by definition, it's a non-aligned nation which are often developing nations of Africa, Asia, Latin America. But the group third of nations was formed because they were neither allied with the United States or the former Soviet Union. So really, Honduras is more of a developing nation rather than a third world nation. But what does a home look like? What I noticed always, just like I did in Cuba, is the people were absolutely beautiful and simple. Uh, but imagine going up Old Stage Road times 10 to where we drove an hour and 30 to 40 minutes every single day just to go to the job site to work at this house. Remote, no serviceable roads. The last hour we were on dirt and no asphalt. When we were on asphalt, there is no interstate system, and it's the main thoroughway between Mexico and South America down into Nicaragua and Panama and Costa Rica and all that. So you have semis and donkeys and horses and cars and buses 
all on this two-lane road, and it's like Frogger because people are running across it, and there's potholes deep enough to bury a basketball. And then once you get to the neighborhoods, you turn, and they just go into dirt roads where there are no addresses. There's no mail service at all. There's no running water. There are some remedial wells that are put in, and we were helping with that. And it's 100 degrees. This is a tropical, high-humidity, jungle-like, not jungle-like Africa, but jungle-like Georgia density. 70 degrees with 80% humidity in the shade and 100 degrees, 75, 80% humidity in the sun. And sometimes there was power. You would see electrical poles, but there was just one line coming into a house, and it would maybe function to run lights. There was one or two outlets for electrical tools or hot plates, but there's no kitchens, there's no bathrooms. But it's amazing how people have a tremendous system of survival. There are latrines, which the mission also installed for people based on the survey that they took. There was also a well that we were participating in digging in a co-op of about 400 families with a church that was way up in the mountains, very, very remote people here, and it's amazing what this mission Lazarus did. So I'll continue to describe the homes, but I want to take a second and really describe to you this mission Lazarus that is located out of Nashville, Tennessee, started by a gentleman by the name of Jared Brown. Very, very small church. My wife and I attend a church, faithministries.org, that's only like 400 members, and that's how small the church was that started Mission Lazarus. But Mission Lazarus is a uh, full-time, on-site mission in Honduras. There's also satellites in Guatemala and Haiti, but it has 60 full-time members, a couple thousand acres of land with a full spread on a ranch, the top of the mountains that would just take your breath away. Over 30 vehicles in their fleet, and the primary mission of this missionary is an orphanage of like 3840 kids. And it's a mission that's very, very narrow, but goes very, very deep. We never saw the orphan kids. Jorge, who runs the whole mission with his wife, said, we don't parade our orphans around no more than you would parade your dogs or your kids around like farm animals or circus entertaining animals. They've already been shocked in the system without a parent or an adult who loves them. So to have that happen on a rotational basis, Jorge said, is just too much for them, and we wouldn't expect that of our kids, or possibly some of you may, and we don't want to shock their lives. But also on top of that, because school is complete at sixth grade in Honduras, they have a continuing vocational program. And this is so amazing, because we went through and looked at, from a distance, these woodworking shops that literally housed all of the equipment that we had in our old high schools, Not the charter schools, but like the uh, Air Academies and the uh, Cheyenne Mountain. I had it at Brookfield East back in Milwaukee. All of the lathes and the joiners and the surface table saws, radial arm saws, the benches, the lockers. All of these things literally are sitting in these developing third world countries now. And then there are also these very elaborate leather shops where these... Kids and teenagers are learning the craft of leather work, and then the females are in a separate age-specific and sex-specific sewing seamstress class and giving these kids and these young adults skills that will make a life that's different for them than their parents. 
and where Churchill gets involved, which is amazing, is 14 of the 17 people in our group were from Churchill. And Jim, a friend of mine, runs the largest branch uh, on a profit and loss statement in Churchill Mortgage. Helps thousands of families a year. Was there with his adult, recently graduated son, Josh. And we had Michelle from marketing with his uh, with her daughter, Lauren. And we had Matt, the COO of the whole company, with his adult son who lives in Denver. And where we come into the mission is I have a passion to teach people an entrepreneurial skill once they get the skill of leatherwork or seamstress. What are they going to do with it? They have to learn how to market themselves, how to run the roadside stand, how to get their product to the company that's going to put it on the Internet and bring it over to Mexico or United States. And more so than that, I'm studying microloans. Microloans as a ministry is amazing because, see, we can go down to the bank and get a loan. But there's no such thing as a bank that someone in a third world or developing country can walk into and just say, I want a $400 loan to buy leather or seamstress supplies. So that's where we as Churchill, or in his own right, Dave Ramsey with the philanthropies he has, or in your heart, whatever your philanthropy is, to take it and make a difference in the world. One of my missions and one of my philanthropies is you, the radio listener. I want to teach you home ownership. I uh, am doing a, a mortgage minute that I share with people every week at 5 p.m. during rush hour, and I shared this last week, and I will through a couple other weeks, the term fruit doesn't fall far from the tree. And it's common sense that parents influence the way that your children think or act, from eating habits to political affiliation. But did you know that a child of a homeowner has a 25% chance a greater 25% chance of becoming a homeowner themselves than someone who rented? Did you also know that homeowners in the United States have a net worth that's well beyond 30 times that of a renter? So just like the mission and passing forward a legacy, I want you to do the math. And if you're a homeowner right now, take the time this summer to teach your kids about the American dream of homeownership. If not, for the love of God, at least send them to one of my classes at churchillcolorado.com. And if you're a renter listening right now, give me a call and we can change the legacy of your family. Because if you think you've got a retirement plan or a legacy in the United States without home ownership, you're just fooling yourself. It doesn't exist. Well, I'm sick of home ownership. That's fine, but you're going to be sick of a net worth and a retirement plan as well because the age of your pension at the government workshop down the street is gone. And I want to passionately help you push through that. And that's what I found in Honduras. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to finish up the show with the big takeaways and some actual meat that you can go with throughout the rest of the week. And during the break, go to churchillcolorado.com and say, Jay, that really resonated with me about home ownership. I want to get into your class. I want to sit down with you one-on-one. -on -one. I want to take the equity out of my house and finally get rid of my unsecured debt. Rates are still historically low. Act now. Call me at 330-1457 or be the first to go to churchillcolorado.com. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so 
glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. The Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. We're back with the founder of Garvin's Group of Churchill Mortgage. Here's Jay Garvin's. We want to pop you up. Thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay, the final segment of the show this week in one of my favorite titles so far this year, A Trip to Honduras, Building a Home. And it's also a week coming out of 4th of July. I mean, it's Saturday the 8th, and the 4th of July was a little bit wonky this year. I think I went to bed like at 9.30 as I had to get up early on Wednesday. And now after the show here today, I run off to the airport and head off to another conference in Mexico. But right now in front of me is my trip to Honduras building the home. And I had an entire week, five days, in Honduras building a home. And I was talking to you before about how remote their mountain living is, how there's no serviceable roads at all. There's no addresses on the houses. Didn't see one the entire time I was there. There's no mail service whatsoever. I asked Jorge, the missionary, how they even deliver electrical bills, utility bills to people's house. And they say they print out these slips on the meter, which cracked me up because their airline tickets were literally like 7-Eleven receipts stapled to this weird piece of paper. And I'm like, where's my airline ticket? And they're like, that receipt is your airline ticket. So you, you learn things new. Everything's an adventure. But they print out these slips and they send these people out to the houses and slide them under the door and they take the money. And that's their method of collecting. There's no real estate signs. There's no real estate agents or homeowners insurance. For the love of God, there's no kitchens in the house. All of the kitchens that we saw were like these clay domes where you shove straight sticks into the end of them. And as they burn, you continue to push them in. And then they have hot plates. And then next to it, they'll have this square tub that in most cases is attached to some type of community well and then there if they're lucky there's a latrine where you've got a big pit and kind of like this bull dome over it around this shack with a door and it gives you some privacy but it's an outhouse and uh, i remember when my parents bought a summer home or a lake home in 1972 we still had an outhouse on the back of that property that I used, but many kids today don't even remember those. That's the way that their houses are. Now, they build very few things out of timber. We had some timber wood homes on the ranch up in the mountains, but 99.5% of everything down below is built out of brick or cinder block. I built a brick wall with mortar the entire week. They used to have those half-moon shell clay roof tiles but now the latest fad is these corrugated aluminum roof sheets four by eight sheets of red or green aluminum roofing and the house that we worked on specifically was no more than 400 feet first there was like a children's room for like four children which was like eight foot by eight foot uh, there was a master bedroom that was like four foot by four foot no windows at all concrete with stucco on the inside and outside with a tin roof some electricity up through the walls the kitchen which was a huge addition was going to actually be inside and it was like three feet long by eight feet and there's a front covered porch of four by eight feet and if you then add the one twelve by twelve living room that's about a 430-square-foot home. And the driveway was a quarter of a mile long of a winding 
field with some trees, and they were on the back of their in-laws' property, and that's how they got the land. They just took the back acreage of their in-laws. And this mission is interesting that we weren't out there building homes for strangers. They do all of the virtual mission work for the vocational programs, for the orphans, for their schooling, and they don't introduce them to strangers. But then we serve the 60 full-time staff members. We were building Santos a home, and Santos is the full-time maintenance manager that has 30 vehicles and a dozen team members on the mission in maintaining everything. And we, in turn, were serving him in building his house for he and his wife and one daughter. But then also, here's the kicker, Santos then had kind of, by default, adopted three male children. So there's a lot of people that can't even provide food and shelter for themselves. So when you have kids in these countries at 12 and 15 and 18 years old, they they just get left behind. So it's actually a mission serving the missionaries who are out there. And this home was transforming for him because he had been living with his in-laws for years. And the big thing here that I want to share with you is the takeaways. And the takeaways from this show, A Trip to Honduras, Building a Home, is not the mortar that I laid or the concrete mix that my son mixed or the cleanup and the electrical that we helped with. It's the fact that the world is not created equal. And the fact of the matter is, is look it up, do the math, especially for you snowflakes and progressive liberals. The United States is the most generous nation on the face of the earth. So I encourage you to participate. I'm not a pot calling the kettle black. It took me till 50 to really go out and serve. And now I've got the bug. And I would encourage you to participate. And you can make a difference. You don't have to start in Honduras. I didn't. Just start with yourself. Get yourself together. Get your finances together. Get your spiritual life together. Get your professional life together. And then, like my mother said, a German-American, Jay, don't find yourself so successful when you can take care of yourself. You're not successful as a Garvin's until you can take care of yourself and at least other one other human being in this world. And that's what I would suggest you do next. Then find someone else to take care of. Then a family. Then a community. And then we can collectively go out and change the world. I want you to reach out to me directly at 330-1457. I'd love to talk to you more about Mission Lazarus. I'd love to talk to you more about the experience that my son and I had in the entire extended Churchill mortgage family. I just want to connect with you. Go to churchillcolorado.com. Put your information in while you're there. Think of a mortgage question that you have, a refinance or a purchase mortgage that I can help you with, and then we together can get a plan for your life so you then in tour turn can have financial stability, build a legacy and net worth, and then build wealth and give away generously because that is what it's all about, the memories that you take with you. And as I share with you every single week, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's what's going to matter in the end. And if you've not found your passion, your calling, your purpose in life, pray to God that he would deliver it to you because that's what I found in you, the radio listener, someone that I would serve every single week. So as I say goodbye, remember to go to churchillcolorado.com, hold down the classes and events tab, and sign up for my class this month, coming up on the 18th for VA ownership, and then on the 15th of August, next month, investment property ownership class, always the third Tuesday of the month. Thanks again, and reach out. I'll be here next week. Come, come on, y'all! 
The preceding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. You can count.